we had a, a situation happen, uh, and it was last night or the other Friday. Friday uh, Teresa and Jane here, uh, well, Jane's granddaughter, Teresa's daughter, um, you know, their house actually burned down. And so they got out with just themselves and their clothes. So, praise God. And they live right back here. And so, Janessa, there. So, praise the Lord. We're just believing God to be a blessing, help them. And, and uh, you know, and so we just want to pray for them because thank God they're okay. I mean, houses and stuff can get replaced, but, you know, it's still a traumatic, traumatic thing. Amen. So, we want to really, really pray for them. And, and uh, if you would like to help or do different things, you can see Teresa here. Hallelujah, because now they're living with her right now. So, praise the Lord. You guys can be blessings. Amen? Amen. And then one other thing you can pray about is that uh, Miss Shekinah is in the hospital. And so, so we're believing, hallelujah, that we're going to have a baby in the next few days. In Jesus' name. Not long and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, anyway, so that's a whole other thing too because, you know... Uh, uh, we're working on that. You know, it takes about 10 of us to replace Greg, okay? So it's a situation where, uh, you know, we're working on that. And uh, thank God for those that are hiding behind the wall back there that are making this broadcast of work. And so, uh, amen. And so, Greg, if you're watching, we love you too. Hallelujah and all that. And it is that. So so that's a blessing. We just praise God for that and, and for them. And so, uh, you know... Just keep them in your prayers, amen, and keep those there, and so keep Janessa and her family in their prayers too, praise the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to worship God with our tithes and our offerings this morning, honoring the Lord. Hallelujah. God has great things in store, so if you need an envelope, they're right there in the seat pockets in front of you, or if you have all of your online stuff there, hallelujah, glory to God, I tell you, uh, I just thank God for you folks, thank God, Uh, you know, we are... Excited because uh, our septic system for the whole new building got passed by the county. And so that means, which was a, it's a really, 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 really big deal. Uh, You know, and so that means we can actually start building uh, the multi-purpose gymnasium building uh, soon and getting that accomplished. And we will giving you a bigger update pretty soon about the roofing situation and all that. But right now the roof is fine and working, but there's, we're, we're doing some things. God, God's, God's just doing it. We're just watching God do miracle signs and wonders. So he's going to continue to do things and we're just trusting him. And you know, the good thing about it, you know, when you trust God, you, you just can rest. Faith is a rest. You know, it's never in my timing. Is it ever in your timing? It's never in my timing. My timing's always now. Let's do this. You know, we need to, you know, and have things. But God's timing is always right. And it always works out really, really well. So praise the Lord for that. So we just thank God for you folks. Thank you for your heart. Thank you for giving. Thank you for sowing. Uh, You know, it's funny because this time of year, I got, man, I got all kinds of emails because everybody's gearing up for giving and so many, all the other churches are gearing up to ready because they want to get to Giving Tuesday and they want to get to Giving, you know, this and Cyber Monday for all the stores and all that. But it's, it's this big thing that they've made because they don't think people know how to give. And I do know that. In America, the, you know, it's sad. I mean, the, the, the national average in America, 6% of people going to church actually tithe. 
And out of that 6%, probably don't even tithe right. But the, the key is, uh, really, I mean, in doing... But, you know, you guys are the exception to the rule. You guys are phenomenal in blessings, and I appreciate you. And I don't believe we have to coerce. We don't have to twist your arm. We don't have to say, you guys are awesome. You know, it's a situation we don't have to look at things naturally. We always look at things spiritually and allow God to be God. And I just want to commend you. I want to thank you for being blessings, for just believing in Harvest Bible Church. Amen? Amen. And continue to keep doing that, and we're going to continue to allow God to be God. Because I believe Harvest Bible Church is great ground to sow into. I believe God will cause increase to come into your lives. Amen? So let's pray over our seed right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bring our tithes and we bring our offerings and we worship you with our giving. Lord, you're amazing. You're wonderful because you open the windows of heaven. You cause all grace to abound toward us. Lord, thank you for these wonderful, wonderful folks here. They're so precious, so wonderful, Father. As each one of them purposes in their heart to give, so let them give. They're so precious. And Lord, I just thank you for that. What a privilege it is, hallelujah, to just be their pastor, to stand here in front of them, Father, and to to know their hearts. And so, Lord, thank you for whatever the need is. And even in this situation with with Genesis, Father, what the devil has intended for evil, God, you're going to turn around and make it good supernaturally. We may not know how, but glory to God, you're a God. You're an awesome God. Lord, thank you for it. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Ushers, go ahead. Let's receive this offering. Good morning. Welcome to Harvest Bible Church. My name is Leticia. We're so excited you're here with us and online. I do have a few announcements for you. Next Sunday, be ready to be blessed. We have Missionary Keith Hershey coming. Yes, it's going to be a wonderful morning. You will be blessed, so I encourage you to attend. He will be here on our Sunday morning service at 1030. Also, our Christmas dinner. Yes, we'll be woo-hoo! Friday, December 2nd. It is $25 per person. It is catered. We will have DeVega Brothers catering our dinner. They had catered for us a couple years ago, and they did a delicious spread. They are continuing to do that for us this year. So tickets have already started been selling since this past Wednesday. Make sure you see me or Miss Angelica after service in the lobby to get your tickets. They are going fast. <laughs> if you are hosting a table, make sure you get your tickets as well. <laughs> that is very important. Um, I only have, I think, a little, like 40 tickets left. Uh, 132. Remember, we added more. We had 132. We added the additional states. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes, we have sold quite a bit. So, um, yes, so we only have about 40 <laughs> I had people come in before School of the Bible while I was doing check-ins, so... They were going. (laughs) So make sure you come see me after service. Um, If you are hosting a table, thank you for signing up. I still have six tables that I could have someone come host. So if you are interested um, in hosting or not sure about it, you can come see me also after service. I can answer any questions. um, But I still need about six more ladies or gentlemen. That's fine, too. (laughs) Hosting tables. You can come see me um, after service. Also, ladies, our ladies' Christmas breakfast is also going to be Saturday, December 10th. 
It will be 9 a.m. It will be $10. We are going to have a fun morning, uh, just a Christmas morning, of building gingerbread houses. We're going to do an ornament exchange. So if you can bring a wrapped ornament, that $5 limit, it's going to be a fun morning. We will be selling those tickets this coming Wednesday. Not today, this Wednesday. (laughs) Um, So it's going to be just an exciting... And we also are having, thank you, yes, we're also having the breakfast catered that morning by Hollywood Cafe. So, yes, it is going to be a very exciting Christmas morning. I mean, who doesn't love building gingerbread houses? And if you haven't, well, it's going to be a fun morning. (laughs) I hear many have never built a gingerbread house. That is just crazy to me. So come, I, when I build them, I never make it to the end because I eat all the candy. So, but I do have a gingerbread house, just nothing on it. But yes, so ladies, I encourage you, tickets go on sale this coming Wednesday. Lots happening for December. Save the date on our, our kids' production, The Throne. That is December, Sunday, December 18th. Yes, 18th. Yes, in the evening. So lots of exciting things happening. I encourage you to attend. It's going to be a fun month. <laughs> well, that's it for announcements. I wish everyone an amazing Sunday. Uh, youth, you are dismissed. <laughs> Well, praise the Lord, you guys like to eat. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, Yeah, it's earlier this year, our Christmas uh, dinner is, but doesn't seem to affect you guys, so that's good. And... um, Hallelujah. Well, first of all, before I get started, you know, last Sunday, you guys, I didn't know anything about that. You know, my staff and my wonderful wife and uh, Matt Dwayne and the fire department there uh, really, really surprised me, uh, you know, honoring me in that as- aspect. And I, I do everything I do as unto the Lord. I really try to just be as behind the scenes as possible and do different stuff. So I have a really hard time standing and being embarrassed. And uh, first time, I think, in my entire life, I didn't even know what to say. And uh, that was a real challenge because uh, I'm pretty good at talking. But, um, but thank you. You know, because of you, I was able to do all those things. And uh, it was a tremendous blessing. Um, you know, would love to still be doing it. But there's just more of the things to do that we need to do and stuff. And um, so I just wanted to say thank you to you guys because it's because of you that enabled me to to be the active part in that so I could do things and be on call 24 hours a day to go and answer calls and to be a blessing to the community, which I still am. It's just uh, uh, I felt like the Lord just spoke to my heart about doing that. There's some other things that were coming up and, and it's been true about some things. So. Because we have some things for Harvest Bible Church that need to get accomplished, and we're going to be building and in a building program. And uh, I'm still the chaplain for Morado Waterloo, so I'm not getting out of it. I'm still them for all of our guys around here. I still love them; they're precious. So, uh, and I'm still a part of San Joaquin Area Critical Incident Stress Team that does the whole county. So, just gave up one thing. I'll find something else. <laughs> but, anyways, Hallelujah. But it was such a, uh, so special and uh, such a blessing. And I wanted to share that and thank them for that publicly. Uh, you know, for them, you know, you know, sometimes you do stuff and you don't even think it's working. It's making a difference. 
And uh, you really don't. You think, gosh, is, is, am I doing anything I do? Is it, is it really making a difference? And yet, most of the time, you never find out till you're dead. And people come to your funeral and talk about how great you are. They never told you that while you were alive, you know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, uh, you know, and so um, <laughs> you're just kind of like, wow, how do we do this? How do we handle this? Uh, Hey, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Nehemiah chapter 9. And as you can tell, this is going to be quite, quite unique. Do you ever have the Lord tell you to uh, uh, go places you haven't really been in a long time and some of theirs? I had a, situ- had a thing happen in my life, uh, well, er- earlier, in, in, many times I've had this, but not in a long, long time, but just recently, I woke up preaching a sermon to myself. And... Uh, and God gave me four points, and it was so cool. I was trying to be real quiet about it, but then, you know, I think I got a little excited, so my wife woke up, and, um, and as I was saying these words out, it was, it was unique because there's one little phrase that he kept saying to me over and over again, and I kind of thought it was just for me, because I thought it was a sermon God was, and it really was for me, it was thing, because I, sometimes I get really uh, concerned uh, that we get a little forceful or we get a little bit prideful in some things of knowing the truth for myself and for others. And yet the Lord just really, you know, he just kind of corrected me on some things and said, no, you haven't been, you haven't been not prideful enough. He said this, this is what came out of my mouth as I woke up, it's about 5 a.m. in the morning. So, uh, you know, you know that Pastor Pamela's not up at 5 a.m. in the morning. Okay, y'all know that she's not a morning person. Okay, she's just not. She's not a moon. She's precious. And I know she's watching. I love you. I'm not throwing you under the bus. Okay? I love you. But, uh, but these words kept coming out. It, he says, not prideful, but mindful. Not prideful, but mindful. And then he said, no, not prideful, but thankful. And he said, no, you're not prideful, but you're peaceful. He said, I'm not prideful, but merciful. And then he went on to give me a whole bunch of different things for that. And so I'm going to share this morning because the, I got to teach in school of the Bible. And I wasn't going to share any of this. Uh, but I went back for, you know, five, ten minutes to pray. And the Holy Ghost said, God, help. And so anyways, and because uh, I had a couple other things that I had put together and different, you know, for today, for thankfulness. I was going to do a good Thanksgiving. Y'all thankful, right? I was going to do a good Thanksgiving message, you know, like, thanks this, you know, here you go. And this may turn out to be, but because of, and the, the title was, Don't Change the Word of God, okay? And uh, uh, because how many of you know that when you get a hold of truths from the Word of God and they set you free, people think you're changing things, especially when it comes to God blessing you or God healing you. Those two areas. The devil always fights you about your health and about your prosperity. He does. He fights you because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want the church to be prosperous. He doesn't. He, why? Because if we're prosperous, we'll give it away. We'll, we'll sow into the kingdom. We'll, we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll do things for people. We'll make sure that people get saved and, and uh, uh, you know, God's doing something all around the world. We'll let you guys know that. I want you to know that's, that's the wonderful thing about it. You know, I get to hear things all about for all of our missionaries. And that's the thing about Keith Hershey coming. He just got to go back to uh, Lebanon, and he's been there and, and been able to teach and share for the last uh, 
two or three weeks here. So he's coming hot off the press to us. So it's going to be fun because just God's been, you know, God opened up, you know, back the doors and all things to be able to get there and to do things. So we're looking forward to that to be in a tremendous blessing. But then God said, you know, God said, read the book of Obadiah. Now, how many of you, that's just in your daily reading? <laughs> Obadiah is only one chapter. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got to be honest, I have never in my 43 years of ministry ever preached out of Obadiah. I, I, I kind of was wondering why Obadiah was even in the Bible. Okay, well, how did it get canonized with the scriptures? But I am totally, cons- totally, totally, totally know that Obadiah is for this hour right now. Amen. It is for what we are living in, what we're doing, and what we're doing. And I know I told you to turn to Nehemiah, but I want you to stay in Nehemiah. I'm just talking right now. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, because I'm still processing all the things that the Lord spoke to my heart. And uh, because just in that phrase, not prideful, but mindful, just simply means we put ourselves in remembrance of what God's word says, that we're mindful of the things of God. I'm not prideful about what God has, has said and done. I'm very mindful about it and very receptible about it, that God is the one who said, this is who I am. God is the one who said, this is what I have. God is the one who said, this is what I can do. Amen. And I'm taking his promises as true. Amen. I'm not in pride about it, but I am very aware of what it can do and very strong in it. Amen. Very much. Because I know that pride goes before a fall, you know, and a haughty spirit before destruction. And in my life, uh, I understand how to be in pride because I was in pride. I liked me more than anybody else. So I understand how it is to be in pride. And I was in pride about what I could do and how I could handle things. And I was in pride in all of my confidence. And it wasn't until me and the Lord had a really good, really good knockdown, drag out discussion about that. And he won. <sighs> and uh, that I realized that I needed to submit my will to his will. That I needed to realize that without him, I'm nothing. Amen. And I came to an understanding of that. And when I came to an understanding of that, but then he's always shared with me, listen, because I say, Lord, I don't want to, because I, I don't ever want to get there. Go back there. You know what I mean? So, Lord, I don't want to go. He's like, no, you're not prideful. You're mindful. He said, you're just, I'm putting your remembrance and this is who you are. So here, you know, and I'll talk about Obadiah in a minute. Hallelujah. But look at the Nehemiah. So you're going to get this. This is all going to be a little scattered. It's not all pieced together. I only got five pages of notes on everything. So... Front and back, you know, it's, it's all together here, but we're going to figure it out. So y'all okay? You ready to take off? And those of you watching, just, you know, hey, hopefully you can stick with us. Amen. Look at Nehemiah, uh, if you would with me. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 16. Uh-huh, that's not good. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> It says there that but they and our fathers dealt proudly and hardened their necks and hearkened not unto thy commandments and refused to obey, neither were mindful of thy wonders and that thou didst among them but hardened their necks, okay, and in their rebellion appointed a captain to return to their bondage. But thou art a God ready to pardon, gracious in mercy, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and forsook them not. That sounds kind of a weird thing to start out with her to do. But the key is, is that 
We're talking about not prideful, but mindful. We're talking about not prideful, but being thankful. And not just being thankful, but being peaceable and being merciful. Because folks, just as we shared in School of the Bible today, when you know the truth, you can't flaunt the truth. You've got to express the truth with a heart of peace. And you've got to be merciful for those that won't get it. Amen? And you've got to be not prideful, but mindful not to let the world make you stop saying and stop believing for what God has for the church so the church can get brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. You're not prideful in it. You're mindful, which makes you happy. There's a big difference in believing something, knowing something, and tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. Amen? Amen. Now, the one reason I read this verse, the reason that the Lord gave me this, I said, Lord, okay, what in the world are you talking? He said, this verse has everything in it. These guys were a bunch of stiff-necked, pride people. They even built a golden calf, got another captain. They're going to go back into bondage. I mean, how many friends wanted you to go into bondage lately? And how many wanted you to go back up and be afraid? And want you not to, not to believe God, not to exercise, not, not to step out, not to go, not to be vocal about the things of God or not to be vocal about anything that has to pertain to life. Amen? Hallelujah. And we see the situation that has, that has happened here is that, but isn't it amazing about God? He said, but men are fought. They were proud. Man, they hardened it. They didn't want to do anything. They made a golden calf. They refused to obey. Sounds like the world today. They weren't mindful of your wonders. How I many you know you've got to always remember the miracles and the signs and the wonders that God's done? See, I don't know about you, but I remember what God did. You know, God did a miracle for us in 2021 and enabled us to get this whole facility, you know. And I know it was a financial miracle. I know it was a bit, but it was God saying, I have called Harvest Bible Church here. And I have called Harvest Bible Church to be a light, to be the, the beacon of light that I want it to be. I want the truth to be proclaimed. I want the power and the presence of God. And that's why we've got to build something bigger and do things so that we can get to house more of the people, so that we can actually do more events, so that we can actually say, hey, we're alive and well, and the church is alive and well. Amen? To see God doing things. And we're not ashamed to say it. We're not ashamed to declare it. No, we're not prideful. We're not in pride at all. We're just mindful of the things of God. And I know why he wrote me and told me and shared me with this, because it's a supernatural that we've got to make sure that we don't. That we don't get braggadocious, that we don't say, well, hey, you know, because uh, of what's everything going around everywhere else, I can't help what's going around. I'm only responsible for what's going on here and what's happening here and what's happening with your lives and us. And God's connected you with us. Amen? Hallelujah. So we're going we're gonna to take hold of this and, and receive it. Now, getting back to Obadiah. In Obadiah, I read the book of Obadiah, and it's about the Edomites. Okay, all about it. Obadiah began to prophesy. It's funny. The King James says, I heard a rumor. <laughs> and he began to say things. It's kind of a bad choice of words because every other thing says that there was a, you know, was a message. And actually, in Obadiah was the very first prophet. He was the very first book of the prophets, the very first one we ever written before Isaiah, Jeremiah, all of those guys, Nahum, Micah, was the very first one ever written. And so he began to prophesy about the Edomites, which the Edomites was from the country of Esau. It was from, from Esau, from the brother of Jacob, amen? And uh, so Jacob and Esau, you know that, right? I know you guys all know the history, but I'm going to give it to you too, because I didn't know any of this until I studied all of this stuff. I said, Obadiah, I read Obadiah in King James, New King James, New Living Translation, Amplified Version, the Message Bible. Uh, I even, you know, I just said, okay, I'm going to read it in every translation to see 
And man, I still didn't get nothing out of Obadiah. And I thought, okay, I read it again. So I read it again. I read it again and read it again and began to look at it. But the number one thing about the Edomites was is that they got deceived in their pride. And when they got deceived in their pride, they decided not to help Israel in the midst when Israel was being attacked. And so Obadiah said, because you didn't do this, because you didn't help, and because you actually helped the enemies defeat them, this is what's going to happen and all these things are going to take place. But there's a scripture in Obadiah that talks about that there's going to come a time where God is going to judge all of the godless nations. And believe it or not, folks, we're living in this time right now. As it's coming to time that that's what's going to happen. And the key is it said, well, isn't that talking about it was? But yet when you understand Old Testament prophecy and stuff, because Israel's our timepiece. You know, we talk about that. Israel's our timepiece. Like I said, right now, the church, we're front and center. It's all about the church right now. Do you guys realize that? Thank God for all and that's but you I know what's why we're hearing all stuff about Israel and everybody kinda go and I love Israel. I pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I do that and love all the things about it. I think it, because how do they're gonna when we're out of here, it's all about them. Amen. But right now we can't and that but it's so close because you're seeing so many things take place. That's why it's always an overlap of stuff. But right now it's about the church and about our last days of how we're going to get out of this place and what we're going to do. Amen. And we're going to be a glorious church. Everybody turn to your neighbor and say, we're going to be a glorious church. Everybody take a deep breath. Y'all okay. I know y'all listening because it's the heart of the Father. It's the Spirit of God. And I know it's a little bit heavy in one sense of the word, but because we've never, you know, we don't teach much out of Nehemiah or Obadiah. I'm a New Testament boy. See, honey, I'm a New Testament boy. That's what I like. You know, but she always gives me a hard time about that, but that's okay. No, I love the Old Testament. I love what it is, but we've got to understand what does it mean that we can't say, well, God's taking care of us. God's doing it. No, 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 no. It's, it's not about us. It's about a lost and dying world out there. It's about God's doing great things for us so that we can get it to the world so we can see the lives of God, that people's lives can be changed. Amen. That's what God is desiring to do. He wants the gospel to go forth. We've got to be mindful of the things of God. You know, First Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 15 says, Be mindful always of his covenant, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations. How many of you know God's word is still going forth? That this, this is never obsolete. It's going to go. And all the things that he did... And I know that's in the Old Testament, but the Bible says in the New Testament, in the New Testament, it tells us that we've got to put ourselves in remembrance of his covenant, of what he's done for us. So that's why it's not prideful about it, because you're going to find out there's still going to be a lot of attacks on you being prosperous. And the economy's, you know, listen, the economy's not going to, you know, as far as all that kind of, we know what inflation is. I mean, inflation this year, I was told Thursday night, is at 8%. That's a lot. You can't get 8% raise. Nobody's going to give you an 8% raise. Hallelujah. But, I mean, God can do it. But God can take care of inflation for you. Amen? God can take care of all those things. Because we're not tied to this economy. We're tied to God's economy. Amen? And then the healing power of God, because so many things have gone on with our health system. The devil shut down the whole world because everybody was afraid to die. So, and then he made, and, and, and most people really, because of the health systems and all the things, what happened was nobody really is trusting the health systems anymore. 
But thank you, thank God that we've got a healing system in God. Thank God we got a healing God. God's still a healing Jesus. We still got to believe. We still believe in the power of prayer. God's still healing today. Amen. Hallelujah. You need to understand that our job is not to, to get the thing. Our job is to believe and to say about the thing. What I mean this, let me just share with you, you know, our job is when you're diagnosed with sickness or you're diagnosed with something that's incurable or you're diagnosed, it's not your job to heal yourself. It's your job to believe the word of God. It's your job to say the word of God and let God heal you. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, many times we have a tendency to think more highly of ourselves than we ought for. That's why we don't need to be prideful. We need to be mindful of who we are and that we can't do anything without him. If Jesus said, I can't do anything without my father, I don't do anything that I don't see my father do and I can't, I don't say anything, I don't hear my father say. Listen, if he can't, you might as well give up. (laughs) Amen. I mean, we, we look at this and we see this, but we see God's hand, God's plan, God's purpose for our lives. Amen? And, and we have to be mindful, hallelujah, of the things of God. Amen? Hallelujah. It's so mightily, mightily important. Second Peter chapter 3 in verse 2, you know, we were over there when it talked about that. He said that you might be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us and the apostles of our Lord and Savior. What Peter was saying when he was writing the second letter, he was saying, listen, there's going to come those that say Jesus is not going to come back. And there's going to come those that are going to say that we didn't know what we were talking about. And that's when he goes on and said that they twisted the scriptures. They twisted the scriptures or twisted the letters of, of Paul. They twisted it to make him say something different, to make him do something totally. Do you know why the enemy wants to do that? Because he wants to get you in confusion. He always wants to divide. Amen. If we could just get people to walk in, 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 let's hook up where we can hook up, allow God to be God. But we got to remember. Mindful simply means put yourself in remembrance. Be mindful. Think about it. And if you'll think about the blessings of God, you'll think about what God wants to do. You think about who, what God said about you, and you think about how, what the Word of God says concerning things, it'll change your life. And we've got to. We've got to be the light. Amen? We've got to be a voice. Hallelujah. We have to. We have to. And it's not in pride. You know, I tell everybody I come in contact with that I have the best congregation in the world. And I tell them I got the most wonderful folks. You know, pastors, we always get together and everybody wants to have war, war stories. Or they want to tell, hey, I, you know, I say, you know, I have the best. And, I mean, everything's great. So I said, well, you must not have any people in your church. I said, oh. I said, no, I got people in my church. He said, there's all kinds of problems, but praise God. You know, but the Bible says, you know, you're, you know when you have cows or, or steers, you're going to have a mess somewhere. Okay. Hallelujah, sometimes you got to clean up the mess, but that doesn't do, do away with the benefit of the cows. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. You know, but he went on, and here's another thing he told me. He said, listen, it's, it's not prideful, but mindful. And then he said, it's not prideful, but it's thankful. Man, aren't you glad we need to be thankful? Aren't you thankful that you know the truth? Aren't you thankful that God has drawn you to the place where you're at right now? Aren't you thankful for the word of God that you know? Aren't you thankful for your relationship with Jesus Christ? Aren't you thankful for the spirit of God? I am so thankful, hallelujah, that what I've gone through, what I have gone through and all the things, I'm just so thankful that God is faithful. 
that he's brought us here, that now is the time we get to see glory. We get to see miracles. And I'm always putting myself in remembrance of what God does and what he has done and what he's going to do. Put myself in remembrance of the miracle working God. God, you did this. God, you've done this. I remind myself of your faithfulness. He's faithful because he's still a healing Jesus. He's still a providing Jesus. Amen. He's still going to do this. You know, the Bible tells us that we're supposed to enter his gates with thanksgiving, thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. We're supposed to be excited about it. We're supposed to allow the spirit of God and what he tells us not, uh, you know, to just say, well, isn't that nice? You know, no, it, it should thrill our heart. There ought to be a, a reaction. And you see, even if you can't move, just do something like this. At least you're doing something. Just something. Got to have some kind of a response, you know, to, 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 to the things of God. Hallelujah. You know, because he told us to give thanks always. Go to Ephesians chapter 5, if you would. Let's talk a little bit about this. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 5. And I'm going to jump around. I got way too many things here to dig in deeply, but we're just going to have fun with those four things. Because I want you to be mindful and I want you to be thankful. And I really want you to be in peace about everything. Listen, don't let the enemy steal your joy. Don't let the enemy steal your peace. Don't, Don't let him do that. We have nothing to be afraid of. If the world ends tomorrow, what's gonna, we get to go to heaven. I mean, come on. I know you're thinking, I, whatever, I haven't done all the bad things I want to do yet, but that's the problem, see? <laughs> you don't want Jesus to come while you're doing those bad things. That's the key, see? So, you know, now, listen, God's desires for us is that for so long, when we look at this, see, you have to ask yourself, why does something make me mad? Why does it upset me? If somebody doesn't agree with you or somebody does something or you hear about this or you hear about, why is there things, you know? We look at this as saying, well, I just, you know, I don't like that. But you know, there, there really is, there's a lot more spiritual things in that. You know, I used to think, why does that so upset me about the situation? That's not, I have, that's not nothing in my business. Why does that frustrate me when I hear that or see that? And I remember praying about certain things and the Lord spoke to me, he says, because it frustrates and upsets me. Because it's not, because of an injustice that's done. And the reason that it, it affects you is because it affects me. And you'll find out that there are things that take, that's why we see things that what we have to do is take authority of. We have to take authority, we have to be more in tune to pray. And it's not in a prideful, well, God spoke to me. Listen, no, no, it's mindful that it's my job to hear from God so I can help people. And it's just not my job as a pastor. It's your job as a Christian. It's your job for everybody's around you. That when you go to your job, you are a spiritual help where you go. You are a voice of reason. You are a voice of strength. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because you know the truth. Stop sitting back and allowing other people to bully you. It's not prideful. It's just mindful of who you are. Amen? But it's not prideful, but it's thankful for who you are. 
Man, I, I'm so thankful that God chose me and saved me. I am so thankful. I can't even imagine going through life right now not being saved. And if you're here and you're not born again, glory to God, we want to get you. I don't, I mean, you're brave and I'm praise God. You got a lot more faith than I have to go through life without Jesus. Amen. And I mean that with sincerity. I mean that with all my heart because I'm so glad I can run to God and say, God, thank you. I can run to you. And look what you, what you said. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise God. Amen. Look at verse 20. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 20 says, Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Many people have just giving thanks for everything and all the bad things. It's not saying give thanks for all the bad things. It's saying give thanks for all things unto God. All things God doing. Giving thanks unto God. We're not thanking God that every 18 seconds somebody's being murdered. We're not. I mean, we're not. But we're not thanking God for all the bad things. We are thanking God for all of the things that he has done. We're thanking God that in the midst of all that, hallelujah, he gives us peace. Amen. Hallelujah. He gives us peace. You know, it's a situation in Ukraine right now that's very serious. And of course, I'm very tied to that because, uh, you know, Pamela's son Jared and, and his fiance, and they got engaged, praise God. And so they're planning a wedding here. But, anyways, her, you know, her parents are still in Kiev, and there was a hundred bombs in Kiev, and her mom was on her way to work, and she had to run and, and hide in the subway because of all the buildings falling down around her. And from all the shrapnel and all the things that are happening and, uh, you know, things that are going on. So they're living in, and we're praying for them and believing God. They can't get out right now, but we're believing God for their safety, believing God for, you know, for them. And uh, so, you know, there's a real reality of things that are taking place uh, in the world today. But I'm thanking God for peace and speaking peace and speaking peace to her too. Hallelujah. You know, because, you know, her first time being away from her parents. Hallelujah. But there's this thing about taking hold of the word of God here when it says giving thanks for everything for what God said. Over in 1 Thessalonians, it says, it says, thank God in everything. Not for everything, in everything. Sometimes we have a tendency to say, well, it's just God's will. It's just God's will. It's just God's, it's the sovereignty of God. Listen, I understand the sovereignty of God. God gave us his sovereignty, gave us his word, and he can't change from his word. This is what God is. Hallelujah. But God is looking to you to take hold of the word of God and begin to change every circumstance around you. Amen? God's allowed it. And, if, and listen, you should be, I mean, I have been so, I'm so thankful for God's grace. I am so thankful for what he has done. But I'm also thanking God, hallelujah, that thanks be to God that he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I am so thankful to God because God always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Amen? I'm so thankful for God that his word says that he sent his word and he healed them. I'm so thankful for God's word that says that by, you know, he'll supply, meet and supply all of our needs. Amen? According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. As long as we're doing what God says, as long as we're tithing and giving and sowing, God says he's going to open the windows of heaven. Now, if we don't do that, then we operate the world's way, then you get the world system. That's up to you. No pressure, that's just up to you. God's not twisting your arm. It's up to you, but that's why things break, things things don't go right, you know, but you're the one that does that. So thank God, hallelujah, that, you know, uh, God's desire for us is not to look at things 
and threw up her hands. We are making a difference. Don't you think the church is not sitting down flying? We're not. No, no. We're, we're the church. And we are the church triumphant. We are the triumphant church. Don't let anybody or anything else or anything, don't let anybody defeat you. Listen, this is our finest hour. Turn to your person and say, man, you're having your best days right now. (laughs) I like what the New Living Translation says in in 2 Corinthians 2.14, which the King James Version says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. But he also manifests his fragrances everywhere we go. The New Living Translation says this, but thank God. He has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. Hallelujah. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Listen, we're the ones that are going to be just, you know, spreading the knowledge of Christ everywhere. And we need to. I'm so thankful that God's called us into the kingdom for this hour right here. Hallelujah. He's called us into the kingdom. Amen. For such a time as this. And I got to hurry here a little bit. Because not just, I mean, not just thankful, but peaceful. I think this is one of the things. Because many times I see a lot of people who are not very peaceful. They're running around endeavoring to, uh, you know, things aren't happening or things haven't done or, or this or that. But God said that he wanted to give us his peace. Jesus said this. He said, my peace I give unto you. Not peace like the world gives, but my peace. Amen. And then he said, be of good, you know, in the world you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. You know, hallelujah there. He said, but my peace I give unto you. What kind of peace is that? That's the peace that passes all understanding, that guards our hearts and guards our mind. Hallelujah. Which simply means God's going to see it through. God's going to make sure that you have what you need to have. But God's going to see through how to, that he's going to sustain you in it. How to, if we trust his word. See, because it's not prideful, but it's peaceful. That's how you know when you're walking in things. You know, remember in Romans 15 verse 13 says that in believing that you're going to have peace and you're going to have joy. Amen? In fact, let's turn over there. Let's turn over to, to Romans Sometimes when I quote, I don't quote it all exactly what needs to be quoted on there. It, uh, so, but giving you the gist of it. In Romans fifteen thirteen, hallelujah. <clears throat> he said this. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy. Mm, that's what he wanted to get to. Now the God of hope. Listen, when, you're on, when, the, when the devil's trying to steal your peace, he's trying to steal your hope. Because you're saying it's not going to change. Nothing's going to change. Listen, it's changing every moment. Now the God of hope, and it's changing for your better. It's changing for your better. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. I like that. I like that because, listen, Jesus is the blessed hope. Thank God we've got hope. Thank God we've got a word to do it. And like I said, maybe this was only when the Lord was really speaking to me the same because I was thinking and getting things. Because I was saying, Lord, I just know your truth. I know what's going on. What do we need to do? And I said, I don't want to get into that because I don't want to get in and people to think that I'm being prideful. But I know the truth. I know the answer. You know, when you know the answer, you want to jump up on the desk. 
Maybe you didn't do that, but see, that was the way I was. You know, in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, I, I, I knew the answers. You know, my first grade teacher told me this. He said, listen, after she tied me in a chair with crepe paper, <laughs> told me to sit still because I was very, you know, I was very, you know, if, if they'd have had medicine back in the day, I would have got it all, Okay. <laughs> I was very hyperactive. I was a very, you know, I was. I was off the charts, okay? The problem is, is I had an older brother and older sister, so they had taught me things, so I, I knew things. I could really could do things. In fact, my first grade teacher told me in September, we started September 1st, but about September 10th, she told me, she said, listen, if you don't say another word, I'll pass you to the second grade. <laughs> That's what she told a six-year-old. I said, I can't help but talk. <laughs> you know? I mean, I got a lot of paddles for talking just because you could spank in my day. So I got sent to the, to the principal's office, but I just couldn't shut up. I couldn't shut up until I still can't shut up. So, you know, it cost me more things. And, uh, but I'd jump up and say, I know. And, and so they would tell me. I mean, I remember all the way up and every class I had, they'd say, listen, we know you know the answer, but you're not allowed to answer. We want everybody else to answer. I say, but they take too long. <laughs> so, got in trouble all the time. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I stole those, those teachers' peace all the time. Bless their hearts. <laughs> Father, Father, forgive me. That wasn't... I know they're in heaven because they were saved, praise God. And uh, they were just older ladies too, so bless their hearts. Mrs. Olson and Mrs. Swanson. I will always be indebted to them. They're very precious. I will always remember them telling me if I don't talk for another year, they'll pass me on to the next grade. (laughs) Uh, Hallelujah. I used to think, oh my gosh. But, then I realized after having a, a son just like me, glory to God, <laughs> I realized no wonder they wanted to just, this is a challenge here. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> but here's the fourth one. Let's close on this real quick. Let's close. Pride, not prideful, but mindful. Not prideful, but thankful. Not prideful, but peaceful. And, he said, and then he said, not prizeful, but merciful. What does that mean? We've got to have mercy on people. If people are in fear, have mercy on them. If people don't know, have mercy on them. People don't understand what you understand, have mercy on them. Don't get frustrated at people. Because if you have hope in people or if you're looking at people to bring things, it's going to mess you up. Amen? It's just going to wipe you out. You've got to have mercy. And don't, don't, you know, be upset. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If, if they just don't, don't get that. You just rejoice and don't let what they're doing affect how what you do. Somebody asked a question one time, you know, uh, um, I remember doing something and they said, you know, I said, not about you. It's about me. This is who I am, not about you. And they went, oh, that's, I said, just the way I am. Doesn't matter. This, you know, this is just this is just me, and that's that settled. It, it was worked. It was like wow. Yeah, no, it's just me. That's what I do. I'm not doing this because I think you can't, or I'm not doing this to make my. This is just me. This is what I do. I have to do these things, you know. 
I don't open the door for people because they can't. I open the door because I'm a gentleman. You know, I don't, you know, go the extra mile, do things or help or do because I'm wanting people to see or notice. It's just, it's the right thing to do. You know, when you see some sweet little lady, she's looking at the top shelf and she's standing there looking, you know, and she's thinking, can't get that. You know, or you see some lady looking at the case of water and she's thinking, how am I going to get this in the cart? It has everything to do with who you are. If you're going to do things, you know, it just does. I don't think about it. You know, I just do, you know, I I just do. I just, that's just me because, and and I have mercy. And the reason that I have so much, people always ask, why do you have so much mercy? You know why I have so much mercy? Because I need so much mercy. (laughs) I need it. I need you to be merciful because I'm going to mess up. I'm not planning on it, not going to try to, but I guarantee you, I know me, and I'm going to blow it somewhere along the line. Now, the good thing is, is I usually only blow it in, in private, because I don't try to, be, get, try to keep me composure, but I know, so I have a lot of mercy. We need to have mercy. Listen, we need to have a tremendous cry of mercy, because there are so many out there, and that's why God gave me that verse in Nehemiah, and he said, this is what it is, you know, and it's so interesting because then he said I want you to read Obadiah because that's where we're at now he said I am going to come but I'm going to have mercy but I am going to judge the nations and so the nations are going to get judged but because you've got to honor you guys got to have mercy for those around us because that's what the world needs right now have you ever heard this statement people need love the most when they deserve it the least and how do you know love in action is when you're not going to receive anything back. You're, there's no reward. You're doing this based on purely on what God spoke to your heart or purely on you just won't let the love of God come out of you. Folks, we know the truth. We know what the word of God says. And people are going to look at you and say, well, you're just in pride. Say, no, I'm not prideful. I'm mindful. What a statement. I'm not that smart. I wish I was. <laughs> you know, but then, he, like I said, it's not prideful, but it's thankful. I am so thankful. I keep, I keep my grateful and thankful to something I do all the time. But then when he said, not mindful, but peaceful. Stay in peace. Don't let anything steal your peace. Amen? And he says, not prideful, but merciful, which simply means, hallelujah, that he's a merciful God, that he's gracious and mercy, full of compassion, and we need to be the same. It's the love of God that constrains us to preach the gospel. It's the love of God. You know, for those of you who are in school of the Bible, and when you saw that young Mormon missionary who got saved, and you saw his heart when he talked about Jesus, you saw the preciousness of it. Years later, he's telling this testimony, and it's still so precious, because somebody who was in bondage and found the truth, wow. See, sometimes we've been in Christianity so long or we've been in Christianity our whole lives, you know, because we grew up in church that we forget the love of God and how awesome and how great and how wonderful it is and that we forget the tenderness of God. So don't be prideful. Be merciful. Hallelujah. Don't be prideful. Be peaceful. Don't be prideful, but be thankful. Hallelujah. And don't be prideful, but be mindful of where you came from, but be mindful of what God has given unto us. To whom much is given, much, much is required. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
Lord, I, I, I just trust you. Just, I, I, I wasn't ready, but I felt impressed because you told me because of what was done and what was said. So, Lord, I just trust. I trust that they understand my heart and they understand what you want to get across to them is that when they proclaim the word of God and when they proclaim truth that they know is truth and somebody says, well, who do you think you are? It's not a pride. It's they're just mindful of what you've brought, brought them to. But they can share it in peace. They can share it with thanksgiving and they can share it with mercy. Hallelujah. So Father, I just want to pray for the church this morning as we go into this week for Thanksgiving. We go in, Father, more than likely be in with family, but if not, if we go, that, that Father, we're there that we can be merciful to our brothers and our sisters, our families, that we can be merciful to those that we come in contact with. But Father, you told us to walk in, in peace with all men as much as in us is. So thank you that we are going to be peaceful as far as we can. But Father, most of all, let us be thankful. Thankful of all that you've done. Thankful that, man, we're going to end this year in a bang and we're going to go into 2023 if, if Jesus tarries and we're going to see the lost being born again. We are going to see people healed and filled, delivered and set free in the power and the presence of God. And thank you, Father, that blessings are going to flow. Blessings are going to flow. Hallelujah. And we're going to be able to build the buildings we need to build. We're going to be able to sow the seeds that we need to sow. We're going to be able to see the kingdom of God advance all around the world. That we're not drawing back, but we're moving forward. We want to be a church that is just moving and doing what you have us do. Father, we want to be a church that's alive and full of fire, full of the Holy Ghost. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you. for. It's not about, oh, who do we think we are? But we're mindful of the things of God and we are going to receive all of the promises of God because all of your promises are yes and amen in him. Hallelujah. And now, Lord, as our heads are bowed, if there's anyone here that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and as their Savior, oh, Father, my heart's cry, my heart's desire, hallelujah, is that the whole world would know you. But my heart's desire, if anybody I come in contact with, Father, they would know the love of Jesus. And if you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior, and you want to, raise your hand real high. Let me pray with you. Let me lead you. Let me be part of the family of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, the Lord Jesus will be saved. Because God so loved the world that he gave, his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And Lord, thank you. Thank you for your hand upon our lives. Father, I do believe with all my heart that we have to stand Hallelujah. That we can't be like the Edomites and we can't just step back and not see and see the world and just say, oh, look at us, we're doing okay. No, Father, we need to reach out and touch lives. We need to reach out and to touch lives. Hallelujah. And help. Hallelujah. All of our brothers and our sisters, Father. But we need to have a hand that reaches out to the world that loves them. Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you for this amazing church. Thank you, Father, for it. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, our prayer team is going to come forward if you need prayer for anything. Hallelujah. I love you. God, I want to wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you guys are going to be blessed. Eat till your heart is full. 
We are having a service, just a Thanksgiving service, thankful service Wednesday night. Short one there. We love you. God loves you. Be blessed. You're dismissed.